Hi, my name is Earl Miller, and this is, I don't know what this is yet, but I, I figured I was interested in, in sharing my thoughts on things with the world, and um, I, so I'm going to. Um, so I guess uh, first things is, is who am I? Um, I? I work in the human services field. Um, and for the most part, uh, I'm really fortunate for me that has meant, uh, that I spend a lot of time kind of talking about the ways in which my life has been challenging, uh, in an effort to make life less challenging for other people. And, and the successes and failures of that are kind of, the the work I do. Uh, I'm an artist, um, for people who've listened to my music, uh, I think you'll probably recognize the format I'm at least starting with, which is just um, kind of short, digestible uh, conversation pieces. Um, I'd love to talk to other folks, uh, of course, uh, in the midst of deciding to do a thing. Uh, I did not reach out to folks. I'm just going to do it. So, yeah, I'm an artist. I work with people. I have two kids, two beautiful children, uh, Carmelina Valencia. Carmelina's 13, Valencia's 10. Um, I feel in so many ways like fatherhood not just kind of changed my life, but radically made me a better person, I, I, I hope, um, in the ways that kind of caring about the future because someone you care about is going to exist in that beyond you. Um, which is really important. Uh, kind of before I had kids, I had no reason to believe that my life had much value beyond the kind of context of existing. And um, they've, like, I guess all parents would say they've, they've given my life meaning. Uh, I have a dog, Coco. He's laying next to me as I'm, I'm doing this. And I have two cats. I live in Holyoke, Massachusetts. I, I absolutely believe this is the best place in the world. Um, it's an old kind of industrial city. And I think as someone who's lived in the Midwest for some years, like I love living in a place that, that you can just feel that spirit of making things, of, of, of improving and trying to do stuff. And it's hardworking and it's guttural and it's real and it's angry and it's loving and it's compassionate, and it's apathetic, and it's, you know, at different points in my life, I thought about moving to a big city, but I often wondered, like, what would I trade in for that? Um, and if it is losing the spirit of this place, then I'm just not interested in that. So I'm from Holyoke. I'm 34 years old. That that feels important, I guess, on some note. I um, I don't think that's middle-aged, but maybe it's middle-aged. Um, I did not have a plan for my life beyond 21, um, which is, you know, kind of a cliche in the uh, poor brown person community, but uh, it's true. Uh, I kind of assumed, not that I would die, but that, like, uh, the ability to make decisions would somehow just, like, happen. Somebody would tell me what to do. Uh, at 34, nobody has told me what to do. Uh, I'm coming out of a long-term relationship. Uh, I'm separated from my wife and 
that is challenging and in all the ways that that those things are challenging i i wish her well but um oh there's no but uh, right but is is kind of a cheapening of that i wish her well um she also made my life much better and improved improved the quality of my life and i hope i did the same for her and relationships uh i'm learning kind of have their sun rise and their sunset and you have to be comfortable with the latter if you want the former and that's okay for me so i i think those are my my like get to know me points i'm fairly middle class although my my lack of understanding of money probably means i still live like i'm very poor um which is is what it is i'm i'm black uh, my my father is a black man from Holyoke. Uh, my mother is a white woman, uh, and her family is mostly in Connecticut. Um, I grew up fairly rough. My parents kind of through, you know, the ways that cycles of of hardship occur. Uh, I don't think we're fully prepared for being a parent, especially not to a parent for a kid like me who had a lot of you know, emotional challenges and uh, felt and experienced the world in some pretty complicated ways. Um, and I love them both. But uh, important to note that I spent a lot of time in hospitals and foster homes and residential programs. I missed all of eighth grade, which like you might go like, well, eighth grade sucked. But like, that's where you learned the basics of algebra. So like, I'm a 34 year old man who like, he is not that great at math, which is like a thing that comes up sometimes. My social skills are challenging. I had my first kiss in uh, Elmcrest Psych Ward, which is was St. Francis for a while and then was ultimately closed in the mid-2000s. Um, I learned how to shave in a hospital, which may explain why I'm so not good at it. Um, I think I had my first like quote-unquote real girlfriend in a place like that like a girl who's old enough to understand what a relationship was and I was old enough to understand what a relationship was and um not necessarily in a place where we could do anything about those feelings but uh, where you could have those feelings being black is is really something that I've had more space to think about lately than uh I maybe did in my whole life before now um, obviously, uh, George Floyd, George Floyd's murder, um, really opened this conversation up for a lot of people. But prior to that, I've been engaged in some conversations around race, both at work and at home. And, you know, the more I think about it, the more I'm so baffled at how we got to this point as a country, like the way in which kind of, um, the political structure of our country is reliant on the subjugation of black men in particular, the way that uh, no matter how nice I am, no matter how good I get at speaking in ways that allow people to make space for me, um, for some people, I'll always just be a scary black guy. And um, that sounds like hyperbole, but it, it manifests itself into my life in really tangible ways. Um, you know, that experience of like putting your hand out to shake someone's hand and them recoiling just a little bit or saying something to someone and them not taking it quite as seriously as maybe you intended it. Um, or 
just the kind of confusion people have when I show up in spaces um, with some degree of leadership or some degree of expertise. And people look at me like, you know, who the fuck are you? And, 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 and maybe that is the good question. Maybe that's the question I'm trying to answer. Maybe that's like the point of it all is to try to figure out like, who the fuck am I? But uh, I don't know. I wonder how a country that, you know, if you look at the scope of human history, we are very, very close to chattel slavery. We're very close to Jim Crow. My, my birth would have been a controversy in this country. I mean, when it happened, uh, it wouldn't have been as common of an experience. It certainly wouldn't have been something that was encouraged. Um, the reality that some people who are in my family are, are, you know, racist in the way that poor white people are racist, which is to say it could be worse, right? And to, to try to glom on to opportunities to to experience spaces that are, are purely white-led or to find some sort of superiority or meaning in something in your life. And if you don't get that from your job and you don't get that from your wealth and you don't get that from all those other things, my experience has taught me that people get that from their identity. Um, but I'm glad to be a black man. I, I'm raising two little brown girls and I often wonder if my my youngest uh used to draw pictures of me and 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 i think uh she's a funny kid valencia is one of the funniest people i know and she would draw pictures of me in dresses and like her her playing with expressions of gender and understanding of it is like super cool and i'm, I'm glad to be a part of that but I have this uh, picture she drew of me in my office at work uh, of me in a suit. And I remember when I was a kid, I just didn't see many people who looked like me who got to do these things that you think of as like status symbols in this world. And while that may feel like a small thing for a lot of folks, it was huge for me. It was huge for me the first time I, I got to engage in these kind of like upper middle class rituals as like a full member it was meaningful and then when spaces have come up where i you know i've been you know functionally asked to you know assimilate in ways then then i've i've also felt compelled to turn those opportunities down because i'm a holy oak kid and i don't ever want to get so far away from this this feeling this identity this who i am that I can't come back. Um, that's a lot of that's a lot of complicated information, uh, and and I guess that's that has to be okay. Uh, the other piece I'll say is like you know my kids live in New York with their mom half most of the year, and then they come out here for summers and weekends, and you know that's that's hard. Uh, not being a kind of full time parent is not ideally how I saw fatherhood, but. I'm trying to make the best of what I got. And I th I think, obviously, who I see myself as is is fairly personal and fairly meaningless, I think, in the context of how other people approach myself and my sense of self. Um, but I really try. 
uh, you know, I'm trying and, and I fail and I fall short and I try to be accountable to that. And I'm not perfect and I'm not close and I'm not aspiring to that, but I don't know. I like to talk to people and I like to figure things out. And so I think that's what I'll do with this. And uh, let's see how it goes. Uh, so this is uh, episode one of an untitled thing I'm doing. And uh, if you listen to this, I, I guess you, you must have listened to it to get this far. Thank you. Um, and if you want to engage in this conversation, I would love to have you. I'd love to to talk with you about your concepts of self and how you make sense of who you are in the world because it matters and you matter and you deserve compassion and you deserve care and you deserve love no matter what you've done or who you think you are or who other people think you are. Your life has meaning. and So I guess this is my uh, attempt to share the meaning in my life and, and maybe I'll figure out how often I want to do these. But uh, for a Sunday morning, I think that might be enough. Thank you.